I think this is like the earliest we've ever gotten started. Like we yeah, usually, huh? like, we usually fuck around. Um, hey, everybody. <laughs> good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome back to another episode of the Peasant uh, Party Podcast. It is Saturday at eleven oh seven a.m. Uh, <laughs> well, guess who's back in studio? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I'm back. I know it's been kind of a while. Huh? I know like we missed weeks. you. Yeah. People have been asking about you. <laughs> really? Yeah, people, you were missed. You were missed. Oh uh, well, I'm back to the back to the streets. So. Yeah. Well, I'm your host, Charlotte Warren, by the way, and then remind everybody who you are. Uh, yeah, I'm Annabelle. <laughs> I'm Charlotte's sister. What's um, new with co-host you? Co-host sometimes. Um, yeah, I got dumped via text yesterday. Oh, so. how are you feeling? A, l- a little salty, but I'm, like, pretty much okay. Yeah? I'm pretty much okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I have been so surrounded by, like, it was kind of like a little bit of, like, a, a few days coming, you know, mm-hmm. like, I knew it was coming, but um, I've been so surrounded by, like, my friends and my family and mm-hmm. people that like love me and value me and appreciate mm-hmm. me. My my uh, my friend Ava the other night was like, dude, she talked me up and she was just like, you you need to go where you are valued, and that's like stuck in my head so much. Like, go where you're valued. Don't mm-hmm. don't follow somebody who's giving you crumbs yeah. of validation. You know. Yeah. Um. And yeah, you felt like it was coming for like a week or so. On the rocks kind of thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's like, it's, t- you know, I don't know. It was kind of like a, ooh, we should take a break type of thing. But, like, I think I think there's a lot that would have to occur without me in the picture mm-hmm. for us to ever, for it to ever, like, yeah. really work out, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, you, you gave, you've given it a few shots before, and I think totally. you, did, you did what you could do. That's and- the thing, yeah. Th- this time around, I'm like, because we had been kind of off and on, but this time around, I know for absolute certain, mm. it's not on me. <laughs> it's not on me. I did my best. But, it, so, one thing that I, I, I kind of want to get, like, your... Your perspective on. Yes. Because since, and maybe this is something that's more specific to the city of Austin. I Mm -hmm. think probably a lot of cities have issues with this, especially like our age demographic. Mm -hmm. Um, But Austin is, it's particularly pervasive. But um, the cocaine culture here. Mm, Yeah. um, Is, I've, I kind of like, I was not in that sphere for a long time until maybe the last like couple months where I just started to it started to come up more often I started Mm -hmm. to see it much more often more Mm -hmm. people have it and I've never I've never dealt with addiction Mm -hmm. I've never experienced you know like I've never been addicted to anything I frankly like I've partied a little you know but Mm -hmm. I've never let it get out of control I've never let like Mm -hmm. a habit become a dependency become an addiction you know Mm -hmm. um but seeing it up close and like I fuck man you want to help somebody but then they, it, it like, I feel like cocaine just like kind of erodes your personality. It yep. erodes like your kindness and your softness, like you're fun and you're awesome and you're like s- go, go, sweet go. and loving and oh, so happy to see you. I love you so much and blah, blah, blah. And like people are, think you're magnificent and social. And then the next day <laughs> when you're coming down, you're like really mean. Yeah. And you, call your girlfriend mid and like say mean shit and like I, and I I want to I I I want to be there for somebody that I love if they're like going through something like this but ultimately I you, I can't get dragged down with that mm-hmm. I understand how fun cocaine is but like it will eat you alive it will destroy like your life and your personality and now and now that is like a total red flag. that's a deal breaker that's a deal breaker mm-hmm. i didn't have before mm-hmm. you know before it would be like oh yeah you party whatever like that's mm-hmm. fun i like to party too no if, if there's a cocaine habit that is a deal breaker i don't want anything to do with it wow you well, know what i mean yeah and yeah I've, I've seen people fuck up their life over cocaine like it's just sucks, the money people dude. have spent like because I've like I've, I've I've obviously been in tech and like sure. the, oh, know, the, sa- yeah. the sales crowd. It's almost like if you took Wolf of Wall Street and put it in you know the twenty twenties. This is very in the new roaring twenties, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, call yeah. it that. Um, but like, yeah, like I would see like there would be some people where it was just you know a little thing they could just you know sneak in a corner and do a bump off a key, and then there were mm-hmm. other people where it was just like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Like I've got three hundred yes. bucks, and it was just like they always had to run to the ATM, and like Ugh. it got like it was sketchy and like. There, there's some Sketchy. people that are just like that. And it uh, more than that, too, like, 
it's not just like, oh, you might get fentanyl and die. It's like, mm. you might get just like a really bad batch that like fucks you up gastrointestinal. You might just get yeah. something that like fucks you up well, for whatever reason. cut it with like baby laxatives and shit. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm. Like acetone and shit. And like, oh. it makes you sick and, and irritable, understandably, you know? Mm. And so, yeah, I think, yeah, the money thing also is like, ugh, dude, it's, it's very, it, it is very pervasive. I see it a lot. Yeah. Um. And I feel like, yeah, at this point, after kind of, I, I'm, I had a brush with it, and I'm so glad it didn't mm. get any deeper. But now I'm like, now I know, I'm staying the fuck away from that shit. I don't yeah. want it in my life at all. Yeah. Well, that's a good choice. Yeah, I, I feel Thank like you. I, I see. I feel like I used to see that shit pop up all the time, and I never, I never see it anymore. Yeah, and I'm like, oh that's my good God, that's, that's nice. because you changed your, yeah, your yeah. Crowd. I think it's just like everybody, people just grew out, like people that grew, like grew out of it. They're just like, oh, no, you like, know, I, I and I was, I was actually talking to Bailey this morning, um, my homegirl who who was uh, on the podcast, and she, we were just kind of talking about it and how like cocaine, like that habit. I don't know if it's causation versus correlation, but like the people who are like really into it and do it, like they kind of carry this really dark energy around them, mm-hmm. like a really kind of dark cloud mm-hmm. it's a heavy energy mm-hmm. and like the people that i love and hang out with all my coworkers and my friends like they are like beams of light yeah. and they don't fucking do that shit so yeah. like i i it's very obvious like who i want to spend my time with you know oh totally um and and blow seems to be like you don't want to blow your money on yeah, you don't want to blow your fucking your life and your brain it's the most damaging uh drug to to the human brain more so than meth that. more so than heroin yeah like it will make you stupid yeah it will straight up make you stupid and you all you have in your life is your brain mm-hmm. you can't you can't make yourself like that much smarter but you can make yourself dumber yes and you can end up looking like Lord Voldemort, dude. Literally, yeah. You might be hot now, like yeah, you Voldemort keep doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ugh. So I'm sorry. Rant over. No, I don't no, like, it's get a good rant, and it, I think that but... leads into our kind of topic today. Today is the Kinda money hung. episode, mm. um, and I know you've like you've kind of alluded to like topics adjacent to this in some yeah. other episodes. Money's <laughs> a fun thing to talk about. Yeah, it's something or it's an uncomfortable thing to talk about. And we like talking about uncomfortable things here, um, so that we're all I of love our controversy. Our questions and topics are focusing. On all money-related stuff. Go us. Go us. Okay, um, let's hear yeah, it. I guess to kind of go into the episode, um, and I wrote up these notes. Um, we, I think we were originally going to shoot this sooner, so this is a little bit less news. Um, but there's this video, less of news than it was, but it's still popping up a lot. Um, so there was this viral video recently. It was a clip from a um, podcast, and it was um, Sophia Franklin, formerly of the Call Her Daddy mm-hmm, podcast. Mm-hmm. I think she's a guest on this podcast. I think it's called Aware and Aggravated with Leo Skippy. However oh, it, it was his podcast. Okay, or it was, I it was he her. was on hers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. And she basically says this quote... Um, you know, I'm not joking. I've I've asked the last three guys I've dated mm-hmm. um, for their bank account information on the first date. I only want to date a guy who has money, and she cites herself being successful. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on that kind of quote? Um, because she's obviously getting a lot of flack for it. Um, you know, both totally. men and women are calling her, um, you know, entitled, saying she's you know focusing on the wrong things. And then, of course, there's also the debate of, you know, t- should successful people be, you know, allowed to want to date other successful people? Um, but yeah, I, I would love to hear your like your initial mm. thoughts on it. Initial thoughts? Um, honestly, I'm a Sophia Franklin stan. I love her. I think she is hilarious. And I think I, I entirely believe that she has done this, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I think totally she probably does. But I also... I also think she's committed to the bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think she is like, sh- like she's really, she's not. If you listen to her podcast, she's actually super smart and yeah. like really put together and you mm-hmm. know, whatever. But, um, but that being said, I, I, I wouldn't do it mm-hmm. because I, I don't necessarily care about money like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have a certain lifestyle, mm-hmm. you've only, dated men who who operate at your caliber and you're kind of not really looking to downgrade at this point mm-hmm. i mean shit let's, yeah let's see those numbers <laughs> but i mean do you like yeah because i think where the boldness comes in is like the asking for bank account information because that's like weird and I, that's why i think it's like a bit because like if you think of like these things that people like these very tiktoky dating advice where it's like go ask go sit down on the first date and be like what's your body count or just like these bold questions it's like nobody actually does that like that's a very like and so like i hear that and i'm like this has to be a bit 
I, yeah. I would hope because it's yeah. also just like, what are you going to do? Make them get their phones out and like all of that, like their bank account information. Anybody, also anybody that has actual money, they don't have it in just one account. They got to like go call somebody. Um, so Dang. I mean, yeah. So it's like, like it's a very, phones, but yeah. yeah. Or like it's, it's tied up in multiple places. Here's the thing too, though. I think someone like her, who's, you mm. know, a, a beautiful influencer, like she is probably the type of dudes that she's dating, like probably men like, in that sphere. On anyway. Exactly. Men, the type of men she's dating, like if she said, let me see your bank account, they would be like, let's go, babe. I would love to show you my bank account. They're mm-hmm. psyched to show her their bank account. Like yeah. they're not complaining about that. I, I assure you. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, they're, they, that's like part of their selling point. I'm yeah. sure. I feel like yeah, she does go. I feel like she does go for like that type of guy. Yeah, like the guy that would be like, oh, like let me show you. Well, like, let me show you. Yeah, yeah. That's no, that's totally fair. Um, yeah. I mean, like, do you ever think there's like a right time to ask somebody for, I guess, lack of a better term, their bank account information or like their financial information of sorts? Like, do you think there's a right time for that? Um, ever? Well, I think there is absolutely a well. So here's the thing, because like. It's not just, oh, I want to I wanna make sure you make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. It's kind of also like, do you have, like, a lot of debt that I don't know about? Mm-hmm. Do you have financial problems that I don't know about? Mm-hmm. Because that will affect both of us in the future. Oh, totally. Like, I, t- you know, I, I have dated and I know people who have dated. Uh, oh, my God. My, my homegirl, she was engaged to this man and... Um, didn't realize didn't know like basically until their engagement that he was like 70 grand in debt yeah and and that and it's like oh shit we're about to fucking get married Mm. and now i'm going to inherit that like uh, and now it's part of my responsibility like i think there is a time to be like to discuss your financial stability oh yeah well yeah absolutely like i think once you're like it like you have to have that logistical conversation Mm -hmm. i would you would think like especially with a lot of people getting like moving in together before engagement before marriage that's where that like more like hardwire conversation Uh happens and i think like a lot of this stuff comes up anecdotally on its own too like you don't sit down and have this serious conversation of like what's your bank account information but Mm -hmm. like you know over dates it's like maybe you go on a date and someone's like and your date's like you know i just um i'm so happy i just got a bonus there i got a raise and like those like things come out over time yes. or you watch their spending habits so i think like yeah this idea of you, you sit down and you just like disclose everything is like yeah you know it's actually funny because i like i tend to date people within my own industry which like i think leads to competition mm-hmm. and in my last relationship it started to i started to feel this like competitive like oh yeah i made this much money mm-hmm. you know and it wasn't it wasn't like a like we're sharing this flex. It was more mm-hmm. like I'm flexing on you, like oh, my yeah. success. Like your money is like some kind of um, ledger for like your success or your, you know, mm-hmm. status above the other person. So I almost, I almost don't want to know mm-hmm. <laughs> depending on who I'm dating. But if I were dating somebody who like could potentially provide for me, somebody who's like kind of a, a big figure, mm-hmm. uh, then, then yeah, I kind of, kind of interested to know yeah i mean it's always like you're always it's always kind of like a thing everyone's like curious about but it's yeah. like you go how do you go about asking i guess like yeah how do you go about asking i think it's kind of like you you like you learn these things little by little mm-hmm. over time and then i think when things get very serious is in like you're combining stuff to move in then you have a more serious conversation right. yeah um in general though like what is your kind of philosophy around dating and money because i mean obviously like what people come and say to you is like you probably wouldn't find yourself dating a cashier who works at burger king um like it would be like a non-starter in some way um like what is kind of your like philosophy or like um like i guess like the bar for what you're like and i hate this so much because like on all these like man on the street Mm -hmm. interviewers it's like how much money does a guy have to make in order for you to date for some reason like six figures is this like magic number which you can just tell how young the people having this conversation are because they're only focusing on salaried income right um and then they also like six figures is like this ethereal number where they think anyone below that is like a bum and then everybody who's like making above that is like flying in private jets it's like they they have no concept of like they really how much don't. money is. I, I um, feel like there's it's all they operate or they understand the world in like total extremity and it's, it's kids that's it's, why it's yeah. kids having this conversation yeah. um but yeah total tangent there but what is kind of your philosophy around dating money like what would be mm. kind of the bar for what you're willing to date oh babe my bar is on the floor yeah <laughs> my bar is on the floor like i really i you know i'm trying to like build my bar up because mm-hmm. 
I let people pretty much walk all over me and I will and I if I love somebody I'm happy to like provide for them yeah. financially support that like I yeah um it's finances has has never really like even occurred to me or stopped me or bothered me but mm. I think going forward now and just kind of realizing like how mm. how that begins to affect the relationship mm. over time you know mm. because like realistically going into it I don't have a no standard really I don't mm. ask I don't care um but in a kind of an extended relationship, it starts to show. Mm -hmm. um, not just like your financial uh, instability and like that, kind of, but but just men that I've dated will express like financial insecurity, mm -hmm. and and that starts to like really affect the relationship. Also, um, money management. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like, oh, how much money do you make? It's like, <laughs> how much money do you hold on to? How yeah. much money can you keep? What do you invest? Like, how? what do you do with it? Mm -hmm. um, or are you blowing it all like an idiot because you you never never learned financial literacy? Yeah. I would uh, say, yeah, someone's yeah. relationship with money is way more important to me. Yeah, than just it how is. Much, like, it's like... Also, it's like because when I think of like the how much money do people make, like I'm 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 30 years old, so like mm -hmm. obviously the 20 year olds having this conversation, you know, probably haven't gotten this far where they're seeing all this stuff. But like, yeah, I don't know anybody who has a salary of over two, like a salary salary over 200k. And I know people that make a lot of money, and mm -hmm. it's because like when you start yeah. making a lot of money, it's like not your salaried income. It's like if you ask somebody like how much money they made that was doing well, they would be like, I have to go back and look at a W-2. I have no idea, but this is my annual salary and the yeah. real money is commission, it's bonuses, it's investments. They've got multiple income Passive. streams. Wow, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. like they've got that kind of shit. Damn. Um, so okay, yeah. like that, so it's like, it's but kind of beyond that though is like where are they spending it? Are they like, you know, is it the person that is getting a big fancy apartment at the uh -huh. buoy or did they go buy a house? Like that kind of thing. Um, what like, if, so what if a man asked you on a first date, like, let me see your bank account. I would, I would think that they were um, like, I think I would just be so outside the norm that I would think that they were a robot. There was an ulterior motive there was, or something. Yeah. That, like, they were like, going to like steal money from you. Well, bank it would be, oh, yeah, something. it would be something like sketchy yeah. like that. Well, cause you've seen the, like the Tinder swindler and stuff right. like that. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like, so I think like, yeah. And I mean, I, it was so funny. Cause like, you know how sometimes people get those like, do you want to be my sugar baby, like, Instagram DMs? Mm -hmm. I got one from, like, a, an 18-year-old kid being like, can you be my sugar mama, like, uh, two years ago. And I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe, like, I've never... <laughs> He's looking. He's looking. He's recruiting. I mean, for, mad respect. I mean... Hey, yeah. shoot your shot. Yeah, Shoot your sure. shot, I guess. That's um, super funny. But, yeah, like, yeah. And, yeah, um... Yeah, I think kind of, like, as a whole, like, everyone is having those conversations. And, of course, like you said, like, things around, like, addiction, like, bad spending habits, mm -hmm. debt. Um, like, yeah. I've known people who have had debts. I've known people who have, um, you know, been kind of shady with – I've had yeah. know, exes that had a lot of debt that spent their money on stupid stuff. Yeah, had people some, that won't pay you back. People, like – and that, that that's that, – that behavior pisses me off. Oh, so man. Oh, oh, you know what's the worst is, like, dating somebody who you – I am always – I think it was just because our mom, like, she's, you know – generous ethical whatever uh, growing up I always like I pull out my wallet first mm -hmm. for anyone I'm with, I'm with a friend I'm with you know whatever a man like t I try to pull out my wallet first mm -hmm. <laughs> um and there are a lot of men who are like absolutely not no mm -hmm. way like I'm d of course you know um but then I've also dated men who like I pull out my wallet and they're like okay great thanks and in their head it's like an equal 50-50, but like really I'm starting to notice that I'm paying for everything. Yeah. And I'm covering everything. Um, I I dated a guy who really, really badly counted his chickens before they hatched. Oof. Um, like, I've dated a guy like that before. Oh, dude. Uh, why do they do that? It, it's like, they're, he's like, oh, yeah, I, they're talking about giving me a promotion. I think I'm going to get the promotion. I'm going to get blah, 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 blah. We we've been talking about it. Buys a Mercedes Benz. Doesn't get the promotion. Like, totally, you know, like, oh, I'm totally going to get this job. I'm going to get this job mm -hmm. so I, like, can relax. I don't have to – I can spend money before I make it. Mm -hmm. And then I don't end up making it. And that will fuck our relationship. Yeah. Oh, no, I, to I totally agree with that. And, like, I think there's some guys where it's just, like, it's an accelerated version of, like, dress for the job you want, not the job mm -hmm. you have to the point where you're, like – 
you're buying fucking Gucci loafers that you cannot actually afford. Right. And then it's <laughs> yeah. like, for what? Like, it's the stupidest shit, too. It's also just like, it's cringy, too. Like, the shit people, like, I don't know. It is cringy. It's you, totally cringy. I can spot cringy. a fake rich person in a second. Yes. Um, which is funny because all these people having these, like, money conversations on uh-huh. all those, like, crazy podcasts are, you can tell, like, they don't actually have any money. Right. Um, no, like, and so there's this other quote, too, and I know we've kind of, like, talked back and forth because this pisses me off so much, but, like, the quote where it's like, um, obviously Jay-Z and Beyonce are married where um, if Beyonce worked at Burger King, Jay-Z would still marry her. And if Beyonce, if Jay-Z worked at Burger King, Beyonce wouldn't even look in his direction. And like there's that quote around where it's like <laughs> a man would be more willing to date the Burger King cashier than the CEO if she was beautiful and kind oh, and nurturing. Oh, you want to know why? You want to know why that is? Because a man would love to date somebody who like forever looks up to him and is forever indebted to him. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to like make it a gender thing, but I mm. literally just went through this where like I am I I know for a fact I'm like more successful than my partner and it's like really starting to get to him to the point that like it's he's so insecure he would prefer to be with somebody who who wasn't mm-hmm. bringing what I have to the table. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that sounds like so like <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I egotistical but I I'm like it was it's it just the insecurity compounds, it builds on itself, and, like, yeah, a man would way rather date somebody, like, who's who's punching up. <laughs> okay. Because, um, like, the way I've... So the reason I, the, that, like, whole, like, quote bugs me so much is, like, there's not a lot of CEOs married to fucking Burger King cashiers. Because if you've, see, you've seen those, like, Fresh Fruit podcasts, like, there's there was, like, one clip where it was, like, this girl, I think, I don't know if she was in law school, she basically asked this whole crowd, like, so you're suggesting I just drop out of law school and like there's a whole live audience that's like cheering for it, um, which I think is insane because um, like first off, like my whole thought process on like the money thing, like I think there is that like, you know, men not caring about the like women's success, mm-hmm. like financial career. But I think it's more of like when they when they say that it's more of like a tangible, like looking at it like right in front of them, like the title and the money. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of trickle down economics, pun intended to all of that. Okay. Um, first yes. off, like. Literally, because you're if you're actually if you're a Burger King cashier, you will never be in the same room as a CEO or a lawyer as as equals, unless you go like yeah. chat people up at the DMV or fucking jury duty or some shit. Right. Um. And people are like, well, like lawyers go like someone tried to like fight with me on this and be like, lawyers have cashiers too. It's like you really think the lawyer when he's like coming back from a night at the bars in an Uber black and he's like, oh, let's stop at the Burger King drive through that like <laughs> the chicken, the fucking visor and her hair right. all gooped up. He's gonna be like, oh, want to go out? No, that's not happening. They like. Yeah, it's, like, more about, like, oh, like, beauty, I don't care about how successful right. she is or isn't, but it's the women around them. And if you're a rich guy and you're going to the Soho house, yeah. like, yeah. that's where you're spending your money. You're going to nice restaurants. Like, you're going to be choosing from women who are there who's going to be there, women who are successful. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, it's, like, you know, people who are passionate and excited about what they do because, you know, sometimes people are, like, oh, careers, like, it means you're going, mm-hmm. working like a slave. Like, some people are very passionate about what they do. I think men like passion. So, like, I always hated that, like... Um, argument and then of course like there's the ones where like people will throw it back at women being like well if you if women are so successful um you know like they won't be willing to date anybody who makes less money than them of course they're looking at it very binary like you know anyone who makes a cent less than you do on salaried income only because that's Mm -hmm. all these people think is money um Mm -hmm. you won't be willing to date them and you're only willing to go above so if you're a burger king cashier you have all these options and if you're like a lawyer and you're making 200k you have less options because there's fewer money make fewer men making that kind of money. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like that that's insane too because it's like like I said, your dating pool is not just everybody around you who is single. It's people who hang out in the same space as you do. A Burger King cashier and a lawyer are not in the same space. Lawyers mm-hmm. are in spaces with other lawyers. If you are a successful woman, you will be surrounded by successful men. If you don't if you decide, "Oh, oh yeah, I'm just going to be a hot Burger King cashier." You're going to be surrounded by Burger King cashiers. Burger King uh, Burger King cashiers marry Burger King cashiers. Sure. I just went on a rant, but that whole I, yeah, yeah, yeah. argument pisses me off. Yeah, it's just like the spheres that you hang out in. Yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately, socioeconomic, like it's to and hang I sound out with. So but classes saying that I hate how it, classes I, I say. No, I but I I hear it, and I I think um, a lot of times like you choose you know the the type of people that you're hanging out with. Like um, I can only really speak for um, like the tattooing industry, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, artists in my industry. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some who make a lot of money. There are mm-hmm. some tattoo artists who are famous, a huge deal. And then there are some who like really, really struggle to make money. Mm-hmm. And we all kind of look 
the same. So like, you know, just based on like what we're wearing or like, mm-hmm. how, you know, what kind of touch, nobody knows who's making more money and who's making no money. Mm-hmm. So like you're just kind of dating around those people. So it's a little harder to like mm-hmm. know, you know, yeah. like the, the, the tattooer who's making a ton of money is still going to the punk bar. Yeah. So. But see, that's where like my other philosophy comes in. So my philosophy around dating money, because people are like, well, you wouldn't date a guy who's only making fifty k. Like, and my philosophy around that is, I've never asked a guy how much money he makes. Um, mm-hmm. it, it comes up naturally in relationships, like as you get more serious. But my philosophy has always been, if he's in the same room I'm in, he is doing okay. Everywhere I go, everywhere I've been in life, um, like is a result of my own success. The places I go, like restaurants the gym, um, mm-hmm, concerts, mm-hmm. like all the friend groups I hang out with. Um, yeah. People met through work. People met through all these things. So if I've met somebody in one of these spaces, they're doing okay. I don't have to ask. Maybe they make a little bit more money than I do. Maybe they make a little less, but they're doing fine. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, like obviously I met Buddy from a distance, but I think it was just like we had the same stuff in common. I'm like, okay, he does the mm-hmm. same stuff I do. I, I don't have to be concerned about it. And then right. as our relationship's gone on, Nothing has yeah, ever concerned nothing's me. come up, yeah. Um, and so, Good. like, that's always been my philosophy. And I think that's a healthy one, too. So this yeah. idea of, like, how much money does he make? Like, and if, it's like, if you're a successful lawyer, why are you not surrounded by, like, you're, like the person around you is probably successful. Right. I don't know. Right. I mean, well, yeah, and it, it boils down to also, like, the type of things that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, like, lawyers probably want to date and talk to people who, like, kind mm-hmm. of understand the things that they're doing and going through day mm-hmm. in and day out. I, I protect particularly want to date an artist because I yeah. have so much like to talk about and learn about. And like, you know, I want to mm-hmm. date somebody who like can, can understand me really. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're like looking at, you know, somebody in a totally different career field or somebody who's totally like, then, then really all your, so the thing about those like fresh and fit podcasts, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but fresh fruit, <laughs> fresh fruit. Um, I feel like they operate on the only thing that a woman really ha- like the only thing I'm interested in a woman is um, like how she looks and like how young she is. Right. Like that. That's why they say that they're like, oh, yeah, a man would date like a Burger King cashier because they're not even asking. They're going on a date with this girl and they will talk the whole time and not even ask her what she does. They're also a just living. a certain type of guy that's like they're they live in Miami. They're in the club scene. They're also new yeah. money. And it's like. So when they're saying, oh, like, it's like the fucking, the Rothschilds are not, like, they all go to the same schools. Yeah. They're not, like, picking up the barista. And it's like, there's people where it's like that kind of, like, new money YouTuber attitude where it's like, you just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, we're going to get into me being sounding classist. Sorry. Um, but. Um, I mean. Yeah. Like, I think it's a certain type of, that's just like a certain type of guy. Too. Like, most men I've met want a woman they can talk to. And right. what relating to someone is means different. something different to everyone some Mm -hmm. people like some people it's like if you remember in the sims you could choose like an aspiration for your sim Mm -hmm. some people it's just it's not career like for whatever reason like maybe it's stuff outside um like their career maybe it's a religion maybe it's religion maybe it's um you know fitness stuff like that and so like i think people can you know have kind of different career levels and and bond that way um but it's like what's the common denominator where they met in the first place like all that yeah yeah definitely um yeah, and I also think about like a you know like a, a successful man like dating a woman who who let's say is young and mm-hmm. I mean we said we use the Burger King cashier. Like, I know analogy, we're picking. Which sorry is like, to everybody. Yeah, at Burger King. It's, it's dude. I'm I worked at Jamba Juice for a long time. I worked okay? at Baskin like, Yeah, we're <laughs> like I've done the jobs. Like I've been I've there. Done, you know yeah. whatever. But um, I think. Also, the appeal of something like that is kind of like, oh, well, I'm looking to, like, settle down in my life. And I I'm, honestly, what I'm kind of looking for is, like, a housewife, not, like, an, a partner that I can, you know, talk about these things with. Like, they're looking for somebody who their their ultimate, like, motivation is their partner. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, I think sometimes successful men just want a woman who will like look up to them and worship them pretty much and it de- will follow in their footsteps. On, I think it depends on the man. Cause I think it's like, if you paint all successful men like that, like I think like, cause like if, even if you think of like men who are married to attractive women, like some people will point out like George Clooney's wife, Amal Clooney. And they'll be like, Oh, look at like, she's 20 years younger than and she's, she's beautiful. It's like, are you guys forgetting? She's like an extremely bright, oh, yeah, successful right. lawyer. Like people also forget that too. Like people be like, Oh, Donald Trump and Melania. We'll throw an example from another side of the aisle. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like, people are like, oh yeah, he just, 
you know, he found he found her and like, you know, he's this wealthy man. It's like, mm-hmm. first off, like Melania was a successful runway model. Like she like yeah. came from Eastern Europe to America. Like that is hard to do. Like she was yeah. successful in her own right. Granted, her career was about beauty. Uh-huh. Um, it didn't require like an education the way Donald Trump's might have. Uh-huh. Um, but like he didn't pluck her out of obscurity from a Burger King. Right. Like she right. worked hard. Right. And it's right. same, right. same too. Yes. And it's like, oh yeah, like, you know, he, he married the young tennis instructor. It's like, if you're a tennis instructor at a nice country club, you probably played college tennis. Like you probably have like a kinesiology degree. You probably paid like, you know, semi-pro mm. tennis. Like you're probably doing okay. So it's like this like analogy of like, no one gets plucked from obscurity. Like nobody right. does. Um, and yeah. I think like, I don't like, I feel like it's, it's, it's also just like, not so like binary, of, like housewife, 50s style housewife. Like I just want somebody who's this. It's like, I, I think like that's almost like a cartoonish thing that you see on these. I'm like, coming stupid... from a sort of bitter place. Too, yeah, keep like, in mind. <laughs> I, like, so I don't know, like maybe maybe I'm just like and when I talk like when I say like talk from my personal experience like I know it, what areas and what beliefs I have that are exceptions to the rules. Uh-huh. Um, and I wouldn't say any of these things like if I thought these I was like some big exception to the rule. Like I I think of like all my friends like it's engineers and engineers, a doctor and an engineer. Um, a traveling uh, salesperson and another salesperson, um, a field marketer and an engineer. Like it's nobody is like no one went to Burger King was like here's my new girlfriend and everyone's like within like three years of each other. Like in my mm-hmm, whole friend group, like mm-hmm, I have the biggest mm-hmm. age group, age gap of any of my friends. Yeah, and couples. Totally. Like, and honestly, I've been in I've been in spheres where like I'm around people who are very wealthy, mm-hmm. which I'm not. <laughs> I'm like kind of I don't know. I I'm coming from a totally different place, but um this was kind of recently like I went out with um a friend, a client and like we went to the Dave Chappelle show and mm-hmm. I didn't realize like the people we were going with, like they're all like Fortune 100, mm-hmm. you know, they they make money. Mm-hmm. Money. And they were all terribly sweet, but ultimately I was like I have no idea. Like, I just feel so uncomfortable because the things that they talk about, I mm-hmm. just can't relate to. So, like, I wouldn't want to go on another date and sit quietly and, like, you know, mm-hmm. listen to them talk about this stuff. Like, I feel uncomfortable. I'd rather be with somebody that I can talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I wouldn't want to be plucked from obscurity to be part of, like, a rich person's life if it, like, mm-hmm. means feeling like that. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, and I think I want to get to, like, one of the questions. Yeah, we're, like, 40 minutes away. Oh, oh my God. I can't it's all it. good. No, I'm, I'm like, I wanna just want to make sure we, we yeah, got yeah. time for those. Um, and I'll pick the ones that are probably, like, a better fit for everything that we're going through. Um, but, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do this one. Um, yeah, so, short question. Um, this person says, saw a female dating creator with a huge following on TikTok saying she lies and says she's a kindergarten teacher when she's actually an accountant as a way to seem more feminine and less intimidating to men. She does this on the dating apps, but also keeps up the lie on the date. Um, parentheses, she doesn't specify if and when she reveals the truth. Thoughts on this? Ah, that's the craziest shit I ever it's heard. I know what creator this is. Um, that that does this. She, or that... I don't know if she really does this, um, but she says this. I've, I've I know what cre- I know what video this is. Um, it's actually like kind of old. Um, I have to gather my thoughts because I'm gonna start yelling. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? What, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So my my thoughts are just like your your energy is put in the wrong place. Like because I think like are men intimidated by women's careers? No. I think like. I think it doesn't like matter in that mm-hmm. way. I think like anyone who um, it, it makes a, like when someone, when a guy says, Oh, you're so intimidating. Everyone loves like an excuse to break up that has a compliment folded in. So you can get away from the person and not feel like a big asshole. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's just one of those things where it's like, what can I do? Ooh, she has a good career. Like I'll compliment her on the way out the door. You're too intimidating. Um, so I don't think it's, <laughs> that's the case, but I think of course, yeah. like women have believed that on the way out the door. Um, yes. But, um, I think I think that's energy put in the wrong place, I would say. And then also, like, yeah, like, I think yeah. anything where it's, like, you're starting off on a lie like that, like, it's just sort of, like, if you actually want to build a relationship, like, how do you, re- like, how do you plan to reveal that? Like, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. At what point are you trying to, like, work that in? Are you just mm-hmm. intending to keep up the charade forever? Mm-hmm. Like, it's also just too, like, an odd it's an odd career to want to hide and an, like yeah. and switch it to like I don't know totally and it, and it just so utterly puts like the this uh man's comfort over like 
mm-hmm. your life. This uh, ostensible man that you would, uh, like it's not even anybody in particular. You're just putting it on there so that generally you don't insult or intimidate the the man that you want. But like mm-hmm. if he would be intimidated by that, yeah. now you just have to like date him and live with him and protect, like what? Yeah. That would be so incredibly unstable. Like your ultimate goal is so desperately to like have a relationship or have a marriage that you're, you are willing to like, I don't know, effectively like kill this, this part of you, like the, yeah. the, the best parts of you. Yeah. Like, cause I'm, yeah. Like I think where I'm confused about it is like, I've seen people where it's like, you know, they're, they're hesitant to tell people they're a cop, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're like, if they're in the military or something like that, like sometimes women too, cause they're like, you know, you're working around a lot of guys. So I've heard that before, yeah. obviously careers where it's like, you know, you're a bottle service girl or something like that. Um, you know, for other reasons. Um, but like an account, like an accountant, I feel like would be like very big green flag. Okay, cool. Someone that like knows numbers. Like we go yeah. to the restaurant and we can like chop up the bill. Like there's, I feel like there's nothing masculine about being an accountant. Um, I know no. people where it's like, They've had experiences where, like, they're like, oh, like, this lawyer I used to date was kind of bossy or something like that. Um, So, like, people – and also just, of course, there's people where it's like, I dated a nurse. I'll never date a nurse again. But, like, (laughs) it just feels like that. And then, of course, you know, you're still saying you have a job. Like, it's still, like – like, it's not – I think there's certain jobs where, like, people are like, oh, a fitness instructor, a model or something like that. A kindergarten teacher is, like, not that. So I'm, like, confused by the choices, I'm so flabbergasted by – Lying to say you're a kindergarten teacher to what appear appear like sweet and demure and unintimidating. No, it's also like that's a kind of an insult to kindergarten teachers. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> like Nicole's a kindergarten teacher and like she's <laughs> yeah. not like yeah. yeah, she's like if she's a like so I think it's it's a weird choice. It um, is. It's so what? It's so funny. Like, what type of man are you hoping to attract? Yeah. Like, by doing this. I also feel like if someone tells you their account and they're just like, a, like it's like, okay, cool. It's just like a big nothing burger. Yeah, nobody like, cares. <laughs> yeah, like, they just want to make sure you're not, like, you know, the spicy uh-huh, version of accountant. Uh-huh. Um, it was so funny. I, like, I used to think, like, the whole spicy accountant thing, like, I was like, I would see that on people's thing. I'm like, damn, like, accountants are like, they've got a lot of, like, si-. like I figured it was like, they've got a side hustle or yeah, something yeah, yeah. because, like, they're money people. And then I learned they're not actually accountants. Right. Um, so I learned that the hard way once. I was like, oh, that's what that means. Yes. Um, um, for listeners, a spicy accountant is, is uh, like a euphemism for um, OnlyFans. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> I think that's funny, but yeah. Um, yeah. So that, no, I think I think that's a weird, I guess, choice. Um, and yeah, no, I don't think like it's an intimidating thing. I also like, yeah, no, like I just I, I and maybe it, I don't know. I think everybody's raised differently. I think you and I were raised to mm-hmm. like put academics and hard work first before mm-hmm. anything, before mm-hmm. any type of appearance. Like our mom was always like, I, she says this to me to this day. Don't play dumb. Do not play dumb. She mm-hmm. would I, I like she beat it out of me growing up. Do not mm-hmm. play dumb. Like y- if you like you need to like try and be the the mm-hmm. the leader in the room. Like mm-hmm. and don't be worried if somebody's intimidated by that. Yeah. No, like <laughs> they should I, be. <laughs> yeah, like and I think there's also a difference between and cuz like I think somehow like being successful be- for women like can sometimes be synonymous with being a bossy asshole. Um, and I hate that. And like, I hate that because like, I think this happens because I've worked with women who have been like this, where it's like, they want to go up the ladder and it's almost like performative where it's like, they're insufferable to work with. Like, I just mm-hmm. remember there was this one girl and like, she got the, the, the promotion over me. So of course I had an ax to grind against her because sure. I'm, I'm like that. Um, but like, I just remember she'd be like, I don't have a TV. I just work all the time. And she was, no one liked her. She was insufferable. <laughs> um, and it's like, there's some people that are like so performative about it where like there's like success. And sometimes like yeah. people who are like that the most are like not actually that successful. Like the most successful people I know are like the most chill, humble people. They lead you without feeling like you're being led. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure like there's, you know, people that come into dates mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm so successful. Like, and they think that their success in, a, in the workplace entitles them to, um, you know, more to th- their success in the workplace or the money they make entitles them to incentives outside of work. And it's like, it doesn't work that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like, 
and of course, like, I think that people that come into dates where it's like, I'm a successful woman. And then of course, like, I think sometimes guys are like, they hear like, oh, successful woman, because like the last time they heard that it was someone performative, whereas yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. probably had, you know, a totally pleasant woman who was very successful in her career, but just humble about it. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then of course, like they correlate successful woman with like bossy. This is like girl boss who, who thinks she has to operate in the workplace the way that she <laughs> thinks a man would operate, which uh, ends and that's up what's like so overcorrecting. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's like, uh-huh. it's like if, if a man man acted that way in the workplace I wouldn't like it either yeah. so I'm not I'm not an internalized misogynist or whatever no, 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 it's no. just I hate fucking annoying insufferable people who think they're better than other people yeah yeah it's like exaggerated masculine yeah. energy for for what because you think that it works because you think that it like you're you're better able to like lead and manage and manipulate people and mm-hmm. it's like that's that's the whole problem to begin with. You don't want that in the workplace yeah the best <laughs> the best leaders you don't feel like you're being led exactly yeah, yeah. Totally, I agree with that. Yeah, um, trying to think of what else, because um, our other qu- the other questions I had written down were way too long. Oh really? Um, or they Shoot. were just they were just they were too tactical. Like there was one where um, I guess um, if I can split through it, um, do, it, do, it, do, it, do it, okay, do it, whatever. Um, <laughs> and this one, like, oh yeah, because you you don't like landlords. Yeah, I don't like landlords. Oh, okay, we're gonna have a fun one with this. Um, <laughs> and I make sweeping generalizations about that yeah, for the bit, been, honestly. It's like, for a bit. Sorry, it's for the bit. Don't. It's for a bit. Uh, you people guys. will come in with logistics because I'll be like, "Oh, I think all landlords should drown." <laughs> like, and thank like, you. But what about what if you have one tenant? I'm like, yes, you too, babe. Lake to all the right. lake. We're gonna hear from a condo owner who's alarmed by some TikTok advice. Okay. Okay. Need your take on some dating and relationship advice I've seen on TikTok. Typically comes from dating coaches directed at non-homeowners who are dating or getting serious with someone who's a homeowner. Their advice Mm. to non-homeowners is to not, under any circumstances, make financial contributions toward household expenses if they move in with a home-owning romantic partner prior to marriage. Their reasoning is that payments would contribute to the homeowner's equity in the home, which an unmarried partner does not benefit from. Some coaches clarify it's okay to split utilities down the middle, but anything else, like paying a monthly rent, they say absolutely not. The acceptable options they give to the non-homeowners are either A, insisting on a free ride until marriage, or B, demanding the homeowning partner sell their home or rent it out just to jointly rent someone else's home or apartment, resulting in contributions to a random stranger's home equity. I, 33 male, was fortunate enough to be able to purchase a condo a few years back. Due to the state of the world, many others I know are still renting, including most women I've dated or met on apps. It may sound like I'm getting way ahead of myself, but I purchased my condo with the idea that if I met a nice woman, things got serious, maybe she'd move in with me. It's not a penthouse, but it's a newer build that's nice and spacious, and monthly mortgage and other expenses is significantly less than a a two-bedroom apartment. Thank you to 2020 prices and interest rates. My mom's also a fan and I have many female neighbors, so I'd like to think a woman would enjoy living here. Of course, if she were also a homeowner or my condo didn't fit our needs for other reasons, that's a different conversation. But the idea of selling or renting my condo just to rent elsewhere simply for the sake of not building equity in a partner's home she doesn't own seems ludicrous. And while I'd be making the same payment living here solo versus with a partner, another person moving in would cause wear and tear to the house, meaning more expenses I'm on the hook for. I'm not demanding an even split on my monthly payment as rent, but how does it not make sense to ask to pay something? If I rented a bedroom to a friend, I'd charge rent, and they'd have less rights to the house than a hypothetical girlfriend would. I'm not sure if this plays any role, but a lot of this advice does come from female dating coaches directed at women. Um, They seem to have that like feminine, masculine energy, high value views. So is this just a dumb internet double standard lunatic take that I'm overthinking? If the shoe were on the other foot, I would never expect a free ride or demand a move. Is that actually the expectation? What's normal? Most of my friends who own homes bought with a spouse or jointly with their partner, if not married. So I don't know who else I would ask. Um, Thank you. Annoyed over hypotheticals, but like to plan ahead. Okay, here's what you do. <laughs> Man has a condo. He's bought it. You move in with him. You pay rent, whatever whatever that is. You can agree on a number. If you break up, he has to pay it all back to you. The, Problem well, solved. That's no, that's getting a free ride. I say this okay. as a, I say this I say this as a homeowner because I heard I've heard this stuff okay, too, but. and it like enraged me because like. I'm a homeowner. Um, mm-hmm, a lot of, not mm-hmm, as many people, like when I'd be like single, a lot of people I would date It's uncommon, date were, yeah. It's yeah. Not, yeah. Um, and like, because the, the whole idea is like, um, when you pay, you're paying a rent and it goes to their home equity that they get to keep forever. And then it's basically like, you get nothing out of it if you're not married. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's like, you do the same with rent if you rent an apartment. And it's just like, in this case, like, 
this idea that like yeah. you like go live somewhere else and you because when you rent somebody's ha- when you rent a house like you're contributing to their mortgage usually yeah if they haven't like if they don't fully own it um like if the payments aren't fully made so it's like this idea of like just for the sake of like you know not contributing to someone's equity it is pretty mm-hmm. ludicrous um so I I do agree with that I think like you do have to kind of like treat it like you have because I've I've talked about this obviously like with right. my own relationship sure, um. Sure. Like, you put together an agreement that's kind of logistics on the back end is not Mm -hmm. sexy as it is just to make sure that, like, the homeowning partner doesn't screw you over. Like, you agree on an amount um, for rent um, at a fixed cost. Um, Obviously, you split your utilities, however, um, and then, um, yeah, you pay that contribution to monthly rent. Um, Okay. A lot of couple, like, some couples I know that have done this, they, um, uh, like, it was usually, like, relative to how much that person made Mm -hmm. um, and what they would be spending at another apartment. Yeah. Um, and then they would have like an agreement where it's like all like every case that I saw, there was like a second bedroom where it's like, if we break up, you get 60 days to stay in this room. Um, it was actually kind of convenient because there was no lease. Um, it's like a prenup. Yeah, it's it's not so sexy. I'm sure, but yeah, it's, like, it's not sexy. Definitely. But all the people I know that did that are now married. Um, and I think it like kind of opened that door for a financial conversation. Are you sorry? It's, uh, side tangent prenup are you a prenup person or do you believe in those or are you like it's too um i no i mean i i think like based on what uh, what i have in my name and uh-huh. you know what um people you know like i i don't think it's necessary like i yeah. think if, if i was a big tv star with a whole bunch of like businesses i sure. owned it's just like for the sake of that kind of thing okay um but yeah like i don't know um like as far as I know, it's yeah. based this on. This just has prenup energy. It's very you know. Well, like... no, I mean, you kind of you need to like it, like it's still right. like protecting yourself. Um, I do think though, like, yeah, you um you don't ask them if they move in like and the water heater breaks. You don't say split like you help me fix the water heater. Like yeah. it's like if you've made money from their like rent, you contribute to that, but you don't ask them to chip in for like any kind of like uh-huh. home improvements. Um, uh-huh. but I do. I will also call out though that like. They, they say, like, um, you know, just for, we don't want to do this just for the sake of, like, not making payments on, um, you know, a, your unmarried the partner you're not married to is, like, home. Mm-hmm. Um, like, because I've heard of couples, too, where it's, like, and it's more where, you know, the guy's condo is, like, a bachelor pad. And then mm-hmm. a woman wants, like, they, they want to move in together. And she's, like, I am not living here. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's also because, like, you know, maybe where she works, it makes it a further commute or something like that. And then they do, like, rent out that like condo or something and then they like rent elsewhere um yeah and, but it's more around like um uh like ba- making there's also like the concept of like making it our home or like making it comfortable for like two people versus like bachelor pad style um so i would say like mm-hmm. you know where does the line between like you know just for the sake of not contributing to um the mortgage end and like yeah. you know like you know, isn't a good fit for our needs, like, begins. Like, are you going to brush off things if she's like, you know, I don't like your condo or, like, this adds to my commute, like, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's how that's how I would set things up. I do think, like, it's definitely coming from those, like, high-value things where it's like, yeah, you just demand a free ride. Um, no. Ah, yeah, Fuck yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, demanding the free, yeah. Uh-huh. God, yeah. I'd I never really thought about that because I've never been in that situation. Um where I would need to protect myself or, you know, mm-hmm. I would, ha- I would have a, well, no, that's not true. I mean, kind of, I, so my ex was going to like basically move across, we were long distance. He was going to move across country and just mm-hmm. move directly in with me before mm-hmm. we had ever even like lived in the same place. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, <sighs> like even mom, she was like, this is moving really fast. And I was like, mm-hmm. I know it's fine and then kind of like starting to get closer and closer to that and being like i feel like we should make some kind of emergency plan because Mm. if shit falls through real quick like i'm gonna need you to have like a place to go you know Mm. um and i brought it up and i was like you know like we're gonna argue and fight and whatever and he was just kind of like i'm sorry i just don't i Mm. i don't know what we would ever like argue about Lo and behold, Lo it was, behold. like, totally disastrous, and, yeah, lots of arguments and stuff, and, like, I think just planning for the worst mm-hmm. is so hard to do. It's so, like... It's also, yeah, it's not sexy, That's and no. I think that's why you have it, like, before things get weird. Like, it's just, like, you, you just have it from the start, so it's not uh-huh. about, you know, something someone did wrong. You set things up to... It also, it protects you, it protects them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like... 
those are that's yeah. definitely I think people just think it will be it, by establishing that like it's going to be easier for them to like walk away from you or you know like because you've established this like oh if we break up then it means it's mm-hmm. destined to happen or we're waiting for it to happen you know mm-hmm. so yeah no I think I think like there's there's um you know there's there's smart and then there's like there, there's because there's also a way where it's like too um you know that I feel like is too formal like I think that's enough covering your bases what I do think okay first off what um this will be our last question before we log off because I think this is a fun one okay so obviously you get you start dating somebody I think kind of past three dates you start to kind of you know the, not maybe want the guy to pay like mm-hmm, obviously first mm-hmm. date a lot of times the guy pays second probably too um, but once you start dating especially when it becomes a relationship I feel like things kind of switch off or even out. Yeah. Um, what do you think, like, of these three options, what's the best one? Is it um, for couples, they go out to dinner? Is it A, splitting the bill and having the waiter take care of it? Is it B, someone pays it and the other Venmos for their part? Or just C, honor system of switching off date by date? Honor Figuring system. it'll even out. I say honor system. Um, but, like, there's a lot of times where if I felt like, yeah, basically honor system. Like, mm. if I felt like, ah, he's been, you know, he he paid for the last one or whatever, and then he just ordered Uber Eats, I'm Venmoing him. Mm. You know? Like, I'm going to, do, not necessarily for dates, you know? If we go out on a nice date and he pays, mm. I'm not going to, like, try to Venmo him later. Because mm. I feel like that's almost, like, insulting. But, yeah, if it's, like, an Uber Eats type thing or yeah. he brings over something. Oh, yeah, we're not talking, like, date. We're not, ta- yeah, not date yeah, night. Yeah, but, yeah. like, oh, we're going to go, like, go buy Hop Dottie and, like, get some lunch. Because um, I think... When I've been on Venmo and I've gone like kind of like seen whatever mm-hmm, the transactions mm-hmm. are, and I see like couples just be like um, pizza, like it's like what the fuck? I would I would never want to be a Venmo couple. Like fuck that Dude, shit. Dude, I've totally been a Venmo oh, couple, except bleh. it's me sending the Venmo. I never receive Venmo. <laughs> just me sending it because no, I, I feel not be, like I think it comes back around. I also I think don't like the to whole, owe somebody something well, that, you know the thing is like when they have the, the, the Venmo thing or it's like you have the waiter do it like every like single time when you go somewhere it's like you split it down the middle mm-hmm. um like it almost feels like you're setting the stage for like you can bail at any time yeah um and like when you when it's kind of like that honor system back and forth you're like it'll come back around like because when I've had people where they mm-hmm. like try to push the Venmo-y thing like it's, it's always a turn off and it always feels like there's one foot out the door like the only time we've really used Venmo is when it's like mm. bigger where it's like someone's like you know hey I'll get I'll get the flights or like yeah. the hotel like it's okay. like something big like that Dang. Um, but like aside from that no Venmo mm. that's so cr- oh, see I don't know I, I just have this like itching burning feeling where I'm like uh, I have to send money because I, I don't want to feel I like think, I don't want him to ruminate on it and be like huh I really so, pay for everything <laughs> so like, when I have been in situations that have kind of ended or like a few dates in where it's like the, I, I never want to see the guy again or like I'm like okay I, something happened where I don't want to see them like I've kind of Venmo just so there's nothing there that no one owed anybody mm-hmm, for because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I've had that where it's like second date and things were weird I'm like, I'm just going to Venmo this person for the date. So it's like, there's really? nothing where it's like, there's no axe to grind. Yeah, just like, you know what, dude, I did something that made you uncomfortable or something. So like, you'll Venmo it. <laughs> oh, I've, I've also gotten the salty, like, re- request the Venmo after when you don't want the date the next day. If date. a man requests a Venmo from you, what do you do? You pay I just, it? I just, well, I just pay because I'm like, this is, <laughs> well, I'm just like, this is, we're already dealing with like a sad man who's like, oh, like I didn't get what I wanted. Like I... Like yeah. for some reason, like to me, that correlates yeah, with like yeah, the yeah. pipeline to sad man to scary man, and yes. like I'm just like I want to like yes. wash my hands clean of this person. Oh, um, well, I could talk a lot about that, but I won't yeah. because I don't want to <laughs> yeah. cause any problems. But yes, absolutely. I've yeah, seen, I've, I've also had that. like dates at the end where I insisted that we split. Yeah. Okay. Like because I'm just like I just don't want to feel like I owe this person like anything. Where it's like I yeah. knew and I had, and of course like I also would just like feel, there's like a part of me that feels guilty, but. It's usually more like if I'm like sure at the end of the day, usually it's like something went wrong. If I'm sure, I don't. Yeah, want to see that's true. That's like, I've true. had those you like where it's like, oh, you know, it was it was fine. I don't know, but like those, I'm like, and you don't are... want him to throw it back at you and be like, what? You're not going to talk like, to me even after I paid for this. Date? So that, and that's usually because it's like I get the I would get the vibe that they yeah. would be kind of like that. So I've I've done that. Um, but yeah, the <laughs> the Venmo yeah. couples, I'm just like, what the. F- Venmo couple. Not sexy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. This was a fun one. I know. I know. The time flew by so fast. I, I know, right? I think we got time. some good questions in and stuff yeah. like that. Um, we covered some good <laughs> topics. We had fun and we get to shoot some some fake ads now. Yay. Yeah, we love shooting oh, ads. And I'm going to have a great day and I'm going to feel so totally fine and good about myself today. You should. You All look fantastic. Thank the color you looks so great on much. You. I did a Your fake looks tan. Great. I'm getting more filler in my lips next week. So whatever. Fucking call me mid, bitch. You're not mid. You're beautiful. 
<laughs> All right, everybody. Enjoy your Ciao. day. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.